What's going on, everybody? And welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy, Devontae. Episode 152, I believe we're on. 152? Yep, that's, I, I think that's where we're at. 152 is um, is the episode number. Welcome back, everybody. We appreciate you for coming back. Um, thank you again for listening. Good day. Um, <clears throat> good day. <laughs> good morning, good evening, and good afternoon to everybody that's listening from wherever you are um, around the world. Again, we appreciate you for listening and coming in. Um, if you hear all the sounds in the background, I am upstairs on the roof right now. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day here in New York. Um, like I said on the Devontae's World podcast, experiencing a fall right now has been beautiful. Uh, the fact of the matter is, <clears throat> it's been a little, you know, uh, the first two weeks, you know, of like November were kind of cold, right? You know, the, the, um, or not not the first two weeks of November, like the first week of November and that last week of October. We're pretty cold, you know what I'm saying? Like it was it was in the low low forties, high fifties, but you know, now we're experiencing a lot of seventy, sixty degree weather with a lot of sun. And uh that's fall for you, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, the fact like I said before, the fact that I can <clears throat> really just experience a fall and um really come to um um you know, after eight years, really come and just experience this and come to a conclusion where, like, listen, this is the type of weather that I that I need, right? You know what I'm saying? Um, not saying Grand Rapids is in a great city, because it is, uh, but I think for me personally, um, the weather does shift your mood, right? I think the weather um, there personally is, um, it's always cloudy, right? It's cloudy damn near most of the year in Grand Rapids, um, but when you do get that sun, it's great, uh, but it leaves so quick, right? You only get it for like three or four months. So the fact that I can come here and for the past, what, three, four months that I've been here, has been straight sun, right? Not to say it hasn't been cloud, it hasn't been raining, but I have had a mix of all of that, right? Not to just say I've had all clouds. So it's been amazing, man, just to experience some sun. Um, and I low-key locked myself out my career, <laughs> So, um, when this episode drops, uh, <laughs> I was upstairs. I really thought I had my keys, yo. I really, really did. Um, now I'm waiting on the super to come up. So, it was like I wanted to record. Actually, I wanted to really put up the studio and everything. But I was like, ah, it's a beautiful day. It really is a beautiful day here. Uh, no no, no clouds in sight. The wind is great. Um, like you, like you, if you hear the construction in the background, they're literally doing some construction because it's a beautiful day today, man. Uh, but this episode is going to be a little, little different from the rest. Um, we're, we, we are definitely going to have an MVP or, um, and a clown of the week, but mostly I'm going to be talking about, um, the election, um, Alex Trebek passing away. I'm going to, we're not going to have like a, um, a topic of the week today is more going to be like the after dark show where it's just a straight through show but we're going to mostly be talking about the election mostly be talking about donald trump you know we do have a, a mvp and a clown of the week this week so we're going to be talking about that too um <clears throat> like i said we're going to be talking about alex trebek passing away because that, that for me that was pretty um that was pretty shocking um because i knew he was battling cancer Right. You know, uh, being a Jeopardy fan for as long as I have been, uh, Alex Trebek has probably been one of the best game show hosts um, ever. So, uh, you know, him having cancer, I really thought he was going to beat it and everything. But, um, you know, he is now with 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 our Lord and Savior. So it was it, it was it was it was shocking, you know, what I'm saying? literally like right after 
you know, the election process, boom, Alex Trebek is like, you know, 2020 has just been a lot, right? But we'll get into all of that in a minute. So our clown of the week this week, right? Our clown of the week this week <sighs> has to be the loser, right? And we'll get into more of Donald Trump on why he's the clown of the week. Um, again, this is probably going to be his final week, you know, because I've talked about this man ever since he's gotten office, right? Even before that. Right. Even before I started the podcast, even before, um, <clears throat> you know, the opinionated brother was the opinionated brother. Like I talked about him on my Facebook, you know, page and everything like that. It wasn't like I said before, when we laughed at this man when he was talking about running for president and getting in office. We we laughed at him. We we chuckled. We we we. We literally laughed in his face and we got slapped in the face for it, right? Because he won. And now um, he's acting like a big ass baby, orange, big ass orange baby. Um, in which now, you know, um, he doesn't want to concede. And so, uh, like I said, we'll talk more about why he's the clown in a minute because I want to get to this MVP of the week um, this week. Um, really, this queen right here is part of the reason, one of the main reasons, in my view, um, that we as a country won this election. Um, And our MVP of the week this week is Miss Stacey Abrams, Queen Stacey Abrams. Now, Stacey Abrams is um, an activist, in my view, was supposed to be Georgia's governor. You understand what I'm saying? I don't know how much the black community, the culture itself pushed for Stacey Abrams. And I know a lot of us wasn't even in Georgia. Like if all of us would have stayed in Georgia, we would have voted for Stacey Abrams. You understand what I'm saying? Like that's how much the culture, not even in Georgia, right, was pushing for Stacey Abrams to be governor. You understand what I'm saying? Because if you think about Georgia, Georgia has been a red state for how long? Georgia has been one of those states of of civil civil unrest, civil disrest, civil rights, right? Um, it's, it's been a hotbed for so much, but it's also brung Atlanta, which is probably one of the most prominent black cities in America um, in every facet of the word, you know, in every facet of the term. So, you know, Georgia is one of those major, major states in the South where it's like, yeah, it's a red state, but we have a lot more blue people in a sense right or people voting for the blue side the democratic side but here's the thing right voter suppression was a thing in georgia you understand what i'm saying the south voter suppression is very very big it is it 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 isn't as big up here in the north as it you know what i'm saying uh but voter suppression down south is so huge you understand what i'm saying um because you you when you think about it black and brown individuals down south who are targeted mostly because they don't some of them to uh some to most don't have a high school to college education so politicians love to target those types of minorities and i hate that you understand what i'm saying because as i've said before even though i have two college degrees i have plethora of people who are way smarter way more educated and way more popping than me who did not go that route you understand what I'm saying? Who are very much from the South. You feel me? So the fact that a lot of politicians do that 
and target Southerners, minority Southerners, particularly black Southerners, um, in a sense where they play on that. And they want to suppress it, especially when we talk about our black brothers and sisters who can't even vote because of a minor um, of a minor charge and then conviction. Right. And then being in jail and then getting out. Right. So being a, 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 a quote unquote ex-con, but you haven't really did anything, but you have to put that on, you know, peppy work or you, you're you're an ex-criminal, whatever. Right. Whatever the term is. Right. That 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 was that was. That is what stopped her from winning because she had a she lost by one point four point like one like it was that fucking close. Like I wish <laughs> I wish that at least maybe like forty thousand of us maybe just went down to Georgia and then like just you know lived there for like a year just just to get her in office because that would have just put her over. You feel me as the governor, but she didn't win, right? And usually when people don't win, right, you always see, you know how people say you, you want to see people in all four seasons. You want to see how they um, work um, when they're mad, when they're sad, when they're happy, or you know, in that other season. Like she could have sat here and just went back to her normal daily life after losing this election in Georgia, right? After losing what, what uh, Congress, Senate, Senate, Congress, one of those, um, oh, governor, I'm sorry, governor. When she lost that election, she could have went back, but no, she stuck to her guns, and she said, "There's another election coming up." Even though this was big, this election right here is about to be a lot bigger. So, let me continue the work that I've already done because there still needs to be work done. In the election process, Georgia was one of the states that everybody was looking at because this was a long election. And I'm giving Stacey Abrams the MVP, and I want to make this clear. She's getting it because, she one, she didn't stop after she lost, and two, she got eight over 800,000 people registered to vote in the state of Georgia. And what state flipped? Georgia. Georgia was red as hell for like a day and a half. And then what happened? Boom. Started counting votes. Started counting votes. Started counting votes. And so let's get into the show for real, for real. Like, like we have it. But that gets into the election process. Right? This, let, me, let me say that this election has been a lot on the anxiety, on the mind, right? It has been a lot um, when it comes to um, thinking that this... Is that a bee? Good Lord. <laughs> that a, that's a bee near me. Back up, bro. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. This was a bee near me. I was looking at him in the shadow and shit, but this election was a lot. Um, I know when I voted, like I said, I did an absentee ballot. I voted and everything. And I really, really, you know, thought that at this, you know, by November 3rd or, no, you know, by the next day, we'll have a president. We'll, we'll know. This has probably been the longest election in history, if, if not um, when it comes to the tallying and the counting of the voting. Right. 
Because really, a lot of people were like, okay, why aren't, you know, the, why aren't the counts counted? You know what I'm saying? And it's really because this was the largest turnout for voting in American history. Mind you, we have new people voting every four years. We have new people voting every four years. Every four years, somebody's turning to 18, right? Somebody is turning 18. So at that point in time, you have maybe 500,000 to a million people getting into that voting session, maybe more, right? And so I also equate that to people who didn't want to vote. Because as I, as I continue to say on my platform, I did not want to vote, not in 2016 and not now. And I know a lot of people felt me. But I also know a lot of people felt me when I also said that we have to get out there and vote. It's not that we want to. Yeah, we don't want to necessarily. But to sit here and not vote is like you're you're, you're turning a blind eye to people to to people who have had literally talking to one of my pie family yesterday. And we talked about this. Shout out to Denise. She had to pay the boat. She's a Dominican, right? She has to, you know, you have to pay for that. You have to pay to become a citizen. And what I didn't know is that when people come over from different countries to become a citizen, you have to denounce your country. Never knew that. Never knew that. So that's something I just learned. That was surprising to me. Like, you have to denounce your country when you come over to America. I've never heard that in other countries. Maybe, and, and, and maybe, you know, my friends from other countries like the UK and Australia and everything can, can enlighten me on that. Like if I come over to, you know, come over there and want to become a citizen of, you know, a particular country over there, do I have to denounce the United States as my country or do I have, you know, because that, that just seems wrong to me. But that's not the, that's sort of the point, but that's not the point, right? In a sense, like, she was saying, like, I, I don't like that because I had to pay, you know what I'm saying, to get my voice heard here, right? And so, in looking at it in that aspect, I understood. I, I understood completely, and I got it. Like, people, there are people here who, are, who have to pay literally to be Americans, right? And still get treated like dogs, right? We are American, right? As black people, we are Americans and still get treated like shit, right? And so, yes, I hear your excuses when it comes to, man, I didn't vote because nothing's going to change for black America, yada, 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 yada. But are you being, are you, do you have a little bit of optimism? I think every, every, I, I, I maybe, and, and, I'm, and I don't want to speak for everybody, but maybe every black person has had that thought like, man, ain't shit going to change. But if shit didn't change, we would not be where we are right now. The positions that you see maybe your cousins, your brothers, your sisters in, they wouldn't be in those positions if, if shit didn't happen the way it, the way it happened in our history. So the fact that a lot of y'all came out who didn't want to vote and voted, that 
was the biggest thing for me because I'm like, I don't, I don't, and, and, and I don't think people really took that to heart, right? This election, okay, wait a minute now. <laughs> this election, um, this election was a lot on people. And I told people when Joe said what he said, talking about if you're not voting for me, you're not black. Like it, it was, it was like okay, we're not doing this. We, we cannot physically handle this. You understand what I'm saying? And so it was like, do we choose another four years of this shit or this shit? And to be honest with you, a lot of us didn't vote for Joe. Let's 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 keep it a whole bean real quick. Cause I'ma tell you right now, I voted for Kamala. Right? I voted for Kamala. Even with my constructive criticism of it. I voted for Kamala. I didn't vote for Joe. As I've said before, I do not like old white man rhetoric. And even though Joe is like one of those old, cool, maybe cool ass white dude, old white man rhetoric. Now, yes, you took a ballsy approach and decided to have the first woman of color, um, the first of Asian descent, black descent um, in the White House. And a woman, nonetheless, strong woman, nonetheless. Um, you took that chance. A lot of us are looking for Kamala to take your spot in after four years. All right. A lot of us are looking for you to be the front runner. And Kamala is going to take a lot of hell. She's going to she's going to she's she is going to feel the heat of Fox News Trump supporters, and we'll get into them in a minute. Um, Republicans, and in this sense, it's like, and I've watched First Ladies right on CNN. Great job, CNN, by the way. Um, and watching Michelle Obama's episode and how she was the first lady, first black black woman in the White House, right? That was the first black first lady in the White House, excuse me. That type of scrutiny and and disrespectfulness from the media and how she flipped, dipped, whipped, and crushed every piece of that. Kamala is definitely going to take heed, take notice, take note of how Michelle ran that White House. Now, it's not to say, like, okay, Kamala's the first lady. No, 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 no. Kamala's the vice president, right hand, right hand, right hand woman, right? But in a sense, I think when it comes to the media and how people are going to perceive her, I think. And I believe probably Kamala has already done this. Talk to Michelle Obama about how, you know, what she was feeling, how she was feeling when she was in that White House. Right. Because now 
you're at a seat of power. It may not be the first lady's seat of power, which is his left hand or his, you know, his left hand. But now you're the right hand, in a sense, to now Joe Biden, which, in a sense, we're looking at you as the next president elect of the United States of America in the next four years. So for me, I didn't vote for Joe. I voted for Kamala. I wanted to see change, possibility of change that in my mind, I'm looking forward. Um, No shade to Joe. No, you know, kudos to him for winning for real, for real. Um, But for me, it was it was really about Kamala. Um, And I knew she was vice, you know, vice president elect. And I knew she wasn't going to um, do as much work as Joe you know what I'm saying? And giving us what, you know, you know, those speeches and everything and running that campaign and whatnot. Um, but she she went hard. She went as hard. Right. Um, but I, I'm looking for her to now uh, get in that position, um, kill it, learn as much as she can. And if she decides that she wants to run for president. I'm looking I'm looking forward to seeing her campaign. Um and I know she's going to go harder than what she did with the vice presidency. Um so it, it's going to be dope. I'm I'm excited to see I'm ex- I'm I'm really excited to see how she moves in the White House cuz cuz here's the thing. Kamala's not like a Michelle in a sense where Michelle's like when we go low they go high, right? Like we we got that. Like Michelle Michelle beat that into us. Kamala for me is something different, right? I feel like she's going to sit there and have this sternness about her, right? This this black woman stern that I don't think the White House has seen yet publicly, right? In a sense where Michelle has never gave a stern, uh, maybe towards the end of her, you know, her 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 time as first lady but when i'm thinking about kamala as vice president right now i'm like she about to be stern she about to get that black woman start like like black people we know what that means it's that it's that stern nature like i'm not budging like you're going to listen and if you're going to be disrespectful you can walk out my you know what i'm saying like it's about to be that type shit and white men old older white men White men, period, that are up in there, they are not going to know how to handle that. Ooh, they're not going to know how to handle that. First of all, a woman. Second of all, a woman of color. Third and fourth of all, black and Asian? No. Oh, no, 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 no. They're not going to know how to handle that. So I'm really excited on how she handles these white men. Old white men who are going to sit here and probably tell her no. To her face, literally saying disrespect her by her back at every. I can, I, I can already hear it. I can already see it. It's like, oh my! I, I can see the press. I can see the media going crazy. I can see Fox News just every tip tap and toe. <laughs> it's gonna be something about it. And if Joe is the Joe that I hope and think Joe is, Joe will come to her defense every time. You know what I'm saying? Because I think they're good. I think they're cool. I think they're going to be cool. They're going to be cool. It's going to be... I don't want it to be like a Barack and Joe thing. I want it 
you know, have some essences about that, but be y'all, right? Be Joe and Kamala, right? Because honestly, what I'm looking for, and here's the thing, I might be pushing the, I might be pushing the ticket, hint, hint, right? I might be pushing the ticket a little bit, but what I'm looking for in 2020, is it what, 2024? 2024? What I'm looking for in 2024 is Kamala and Stacy. Let's make some history for real, for real. Let's make some history for real, for real. And to all the white people that would say, oh, my God, why would you do that? Because that house, that that house, the house that one, two, three, forty six president, white presidents. Now, if you if you count, um, if you count uh, Joe now, he's about to live up in there. 46 white presidents, 46 vice presidents, one with a fly, have been in that White House. We've had one black president, president of color, however you want to call that. And now we're about to have the first woman vice president the first in so many things when it comes to that seat and so I dare to push the ticket because change is coming and even though people don't like change change has to happen change has been 2020's mantra all fucking year right and it may not have been the most comfortable change we have been i think at our at our most com- most uncomfortable this has probably since been our most uncomfortable since maybe 9 11 and i was little back then but i just un- understood the uncomfortableness that people were feeling at that time uh the country was feeling at that time so much duress so much stress um it may not be on that level per se but i think in a sense 2020 has been one of those years Right, where we're just feeling a lot of it's it's very uncomfortable. Um, but uncomfortable is good, right? I always I'm always the one to say like thriving in uncomfortability is a great thing if you can if you can adapt and change to the best of your ability, or just try. You know, to the best of your ability, um, and adapt. Then when when everything, I don't want to say it gets back to normal, but when everything shifts back again, you'll be fine. Right. You'll be good. You'll be good. And I and, and this is for me, too. I'll be talking about this for me, too, because I I, I have the same um, I'll be having the same type of mindset in, in, in a sense where I think like I'm not doing enough. I'm not, I'm not doing what I need to do. Right. I'm not doing what I um or putting enough work in, but I'm also, but I'm also psyching myself out because I am, right? Also, like, you know, doing, knowing what's on your plate and knowing that God is never going to put too much. So 2020 has been a lot for this country, in a sense, and this election proved that. Um, What got me was 70 million people still thought Trump was best for the country. Um, And in that, um, 
we seen that, you know, at first we thought, like I said, Trump was going to get this. But as we've seen, the pandemic um, and the the virus in itself has been a, a shift for a lot of us. Um, and this being the home stress, this being the fourth quarter, um, it felt like, you know, it felt like a lot of us were feeling like Trump was going to win again. Right. And 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 that wouldn't have been a surprise to us. We would have just known how the country would have reacted. And so I think in these four years, we we understood like, OK, we don't need that in, in, in the White House. So we got we got it together. And Wisconsin flipped, Michigan flipped, Pennsylvania flipped, Georgia flipped, um, Nevada and Arizona. Right. These are especially when it comes to Georgia and Pennsylvania. Um, and as I said before, these are cities in Philly and everything. I didn't come out for Hillary, right? Because we wasn't really checking for Hillary, right? But we couldn't do that again in 2020 because we couldn't put up with another four years. And nor did Trump just want to be a one-term president. He wanted to get into those four. He want he wanted to do more of the inciting um, and the enhancing of just disrespectfulness and racism and um, uh, prejudice in this country like he just he just wanted to incite that he wanted to be a dictator he wanted to be a th- an authoritarian and that's all and so now that he will be getting out of office my fear um is these next couple months that he is in office like you know the rest of november december and uh the first couple weeks in january is what is he going to do he's already fired his secretary of defense i believe um and he has not conceded which I believe he will be the first president in history not to concede for real, for real. Um, but that's that's nothing new. That's nothing I don't expect from this big baby. I, that that's nothing I don't you know expect from him. Uh, I expect him not to uh, sit here and uh, um. Hold on, guys. Let me pause this. Sorry about that, guys. We are back. We are back. But um, as I was saying before, like you know, we we are in a we're we're in a time right now that change is happening. A lot of change is happening, and so you know, Donald Trump now you know with him being the clown of the week this week, of course, um, just being a big baby, of course, and and that's nothing new, right? He's looking for sympathy, and so is his supporters. The 70 million people, you know, who supported him, you know, people probably that didn't vote for him, that supports him, you know, secretly and everything. Um, <laughs> it's, it's to a point where now they're looking for, you know, don't, you know, don't knock on our feelings, you know, have, have a heart for us and, you know, don't, 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 don't rub it in our faces and yada, yada, yada. And it was funny because a lot of us have heard this, um, seen this video of um, this black queen talking about, you know, we can finally go back to normal racism in a sense, you know, where it's kind of undercover, you know, people can just, you know, smile in your face and, you know, do all of that. But no, 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 no. Let's not undercover it. Here's the thing. I don't, I don't want to undercover because Trump did something that that necessarily 
that necessarily isn't new, but he just unveiled what a lot of us have tried to just cover the fuck up. And this is what I'm saying. We have to stop covering it up and deal with that shit. It's not a sense where, yes, we have to continue allowing the people that protect us kill our, you know, kill our, you know, black brothers, our black sisters, um, and our, and our, and our brothers and sisters of color. Like, no, but it's to sit here and say, like, if that motherfucker is being racist, don't fuck with that. Right. And just how we've questioned every, you know, just how we questioned people's intent these four years, we should not lose that just because Joe and Kamala are now in the office. That does not fix what America's problems is. Just because we have them in office does not fix the problems that we still need to handle as a country. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, we can stop the volatileness in a sense, but the racism is a deep, deep rooted trait that in America we have to combat, right? It's not more so about reform, but it's more so about combating that shit and literally sitting there and being like, okay, call yourself a racist. You are, and that's okay, right? We just know how to handle you. And that's just to say, you're going to lose some black friends. You're going to lose some, you're going to lose some credibility. And so now a lot of Republicans, a lot of Trump supporters are now going back into their holes and shit like that. Because now they, oh, well, I was just playing. No, you wasn't. Not for no fucking four years, you wasn't. You feel me? Not for no fucking four years, you wasn't. And so, um, hmm. It's funny how they are now asking for compassion. You are now asking for compassion. You are now asking for, um, <laughs> you are now asking for what? Sympathy, empathy. And you expect, especially black women, you expect black women to give it to you? Nah. Nah, 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 nah. Now, I'm not saying that I'm going to sit here and just gloat in your face or whatnot. I'm going to let my other people do that. I'm going to let my other brothers and sisters do that. But to sit here and give you sympathy and empathy, no. You, you, you've incited violence against my people. Against my people of color. You've, in, you've disrespected us to a point where there can be no coming back from. Forgiveness, that will take time. Forget, absolutely not. We never forget. And that's the thing. You want us to forget and just move on. It's not going to happen like that. Conservative whites, Trump supporters, Republicans, it's not going to happen like that. Who's in, who was, um... Ben Carson to Betsy DeVos, Ben Carson and all of y'all who decided to run on the Trump ticket and, you know, get into your positions. It's time for y'all to go. You feel what I'm saying? Like, that's that's it's time for y'all to get the fuck out. That's what I need y'all to do. See, that's my thing. I'm I'm I'm, I'm I don't care about Trump leaving. I'm more so about his administration getting the fuck up out the door. 
because his administration has done nothing for our community. He's done nothing for this country. They have done nothing to help and build up just to sit here and stall and tear down. And I'm not here for that. So take you and your administration and get the fuck up out of here. It's time. It's time. And so, you know, being in New York, the streets were, you know, packed and lit. You know, it wasn't it wasn't like Obama. Of course, nothing was like that. But, you know, it was like a relief. It felt like a relief. It felt it felt like four years of turmoil was was over in a sense because when you have people when you have other people from other countries that know you you have conversations with them which i've had um with a lot of my my pie friends from across the across the waters they look and they're like i'm so sorry like and they have their own shit going on and i asked them what do they say across the water like they're like a lot of countries don't respect america with that man in office anymore so when you don't have the respect of your compadres in a sense, right? You don't have the respect of other countries. You're technically a, 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 a superpower and you don't have the respect of your other countries. It's sickening. It's very, very sickening. It's very, very sickening. Guys, give me one more second. We'll be back. All right, everybody. We are back. We are back. We are back back um sorry about that uh had to get in the house got in the house you know what i'm saying got my keys you feel me got in the house and got my keys so we're all right now we're back we're back but um no uh like i was saying um earlier before we we um we took a dramatic pause <laughs> um is that our country at this point has been um non-respected right and rightfully so because we've had um such a um, a baby monster in, <laughs> in, in the White House. And um, I think the, 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 the main thing that I think rep- even the Republicans can even say to this is that Donald Trump just, he just was all talk, right? All air, all talk. And he was being mad disrespectful to not only the disrespected, in which I say uh, uh, my people, uh, people of color, um, but then to also his own people, um, him not necessarily, but you know his his police force over the past four years because I think policing has become um, a more brutally different story over the past four to six years since he's um, since his, his election campaign and his since his election. And him being president. So I think there's been a spike in that because of him being in office. Right. Um, I think when you have all of that encompassed, it's, it's to a point where you where you have to get that type of energy out of here. And like I said before, we didn't need to make that mistake twice. And what I what I have to clap, what I have to and why I have to give. America a hand clap of praise is because we didn't go down that road again, right? We 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 decided not to 
take another four years of being crapped on, right? I was watching so many videos of celebrations and relief. I know I was on the train. Um, and, and, and for me, I didn't even, I didn't even know, right? As, as, as I'm watching the election process all week, um, going into the weekend, damn near, um, I'm headed to work, right? I'm, I'm, I'm headed to work on, on a Saturday morning. And News 12 in Brooklyn, um, shout out to, I think I have her card. Let me, want to give her a proper shout out. Hold up, hold up. Hold up, hold up. I want to give her a proper shout out. Hold up. Oh, no, I don't have her card. Oh, man, damn, I thought I had it. But it's okay. But shout out to this black queen who um, was out in Brooklyn. And she happened to be, she happened to stop me. She was like, sir. I was like, and I looked back. And she was like, I was like, hey, how you doing, Queen? She was like, hey, how you doing, King? Yada, yada, yada. She was like, I wanted to get your reaction. And I was like, reaction to what? Because I'm, in in my view, I'm still looking. Um, I just left to go to work, and I'm, I left looking at the 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 um, looking at the um, the the tally still being like two sixty four, two fifty three, you know, Biden two fourteen, two thirteen, Trump, yada yada yada. And, you know, she breaks the news to me that Biden won and um, or is the projected winner. And so I was like, wow. And so, you know, your boy was on the news or whatnot. But, (laughs) you know, even in that, like hearing Brooklyn go up, hearing people, um, you know, people's um, reaction to it, you know, people really having a sigh of relief. I was on the train um, and. I just, I, I kind of cried a little bit. I'm not even going to lie because these last four years have been hard, particularly this one. Um, I know for me personally, when it comes to family, when it comes to my, you know, when it comes to my personal and professional life, it has been a lot. And then to have to still do life, right? Have to still kind of, move forward, not even kind of, but move forward, even when everything looks down, even with a president who does not give a fuck about this country in in any way, shape, or form. Those these last four years, as 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 me being a black man in this country has been a lot. But when I knew that Trump lost, it wasn't more so that Trump Lost that I, and and that the sigh of relief came from. For me, it was more so like to every black brother and sister that we have lost over the past ten years, particularly in the past four to six, that this man's that has that this man has literally ran this country. We're moving in another direction. It was, it was more so in my mind. I was telling them, y'all helped with this. You know what I'm saying? Y'all were the angels above that literally helped push people out to the poles. You understand what I'm saying? Right? Like, people had to, we had to get out. So much turmoil for our communities people of color, black people, right? For so many of our communities, those angels 
came down and literally pushed our asses to the poles. That's how I look at that. And I wept on that train for a minute. I cried on that train for a minute. And I didn't want to let nobody see me cry, but I was just like, I, I let the tears fall just a little bit because I'm like, it's a sigh of relief. Like, oh my goodness, change is finally about to happen in ways that we probably are not ever, that we have never seen them for real. Like, Obama was the foundation of, of change in politics, in American politics. And now we're at a, we're, we're slowly but surely coming to a compass of change. We have the first female black Asian president in the, I mean, vice president. She'll be president soon. I claim that. But vice president in the White House. In the White House, people. The second most powerful seat. And so when I think of that, and I see my my cousins, my 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 uh, who are starting college and they're becoming grown young black women, beautiful, smart, everything, and they get to see shit like this. My guy sisters and everything get to see shit like this. My young mentees whether male or female who get to see shit like this it's amazing and to know that now we can get back on track it's going cuz it's going to be a lot like let us celebrate this right because we know it's it's going to be a upheaval battle it's going to be it's going to be trucking because Donald Trump put this country almost almost into a civil war damn near and if we're not careful in these next couple in this next month and a half he might just do it but the thing is now that real now that we have him now getting out of office whether he concedes or not because i really don't give a fuck whether this man concedes or not what i really care about is the american people particularly my black my black and brown POCs, you feel what I'm saying? Us continuing to go forward, move forward, because we have to remember we don't move like the white people here. White America doesn't move like 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 black, you know, America or um, POC America. It don't move like that, right? So we have to continue moving forward. Even through the trials and tribulations and everything. Because it's going to be hard these next four years. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard on us. Right? As I said before, they're going to scrutinize Kamala to to the break of dawn. And we have to sit here. No matter if you like her or not. She is in that office. And she is black. She is represent. And and, and here's the thing. As I said uh, a couple weeks ago when I talked about celebrities... You know, speaking up for, you know, black communities, there's only certain few people that I'll that I'll let like speak for me, and in a sense, Kamala's one of those people. I would never let a celebrity speak for me, in that in in a political sense. It could it couldn't happen, because the same people that are talking about 
you know, I don't like Donald Trump and all of those people. The same rappers, entertainers, all of those, and, and we fuck with them. We still love them to this day. But acknowledge the fact that you were literally, literally just using this man for his money back in the day. He was he was a cash cow, right? You feel what I'm saying? It was like a Ric Flair thing. Give me two woos and uh, give me two Ric Flairs and a woo, and uh, give me give me two claps and a Ric Flair. You know what I'm saying? Clap clap woo. You know what I'm saying? Like Ric Flair was a cultural icon in our, you know, not cultural icon, but he was sort of a cultural figure, in 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 black exploitation you know what i'm saying so in a sense trump was that to a lot of hip-hop and rap artists back in the day those same people are now looking at him like oh no we don't fuck with you no more right because now we know how to how you really feel true but you should have picked up on that way beforehand but that's neither here nor there all i'm saying is this man is out of office this man is about to get out of office. Whether he can see it or not, the transition has to be made. He's he's done. And no matter how many votes are still going to get counted, which they're still getting counted, he's not going to win. And so um, these four years have been a lot. Um, they have been... Um, in a sense, in a sense, uh, in a sense, where I would, I would say, I, I know for me personally, in, in 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 his term, I've grown stronger, um, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. I've definitely grown closer, um, to God and in my faith, um, trusting my faith, um. Understanding that God has the final say so Not none of these motherfucking leaders around the world I don't give a damn who you are Um, And so I look forward To this next administration I look forward to seeing what Joe Biden and Kamala And and, and their administration has uh, up the sleeve Um, One thing that I will say before we get out of here Is that we definitely need to be careful in this season um, the second wave of coronavirus is hitting. Um, it is hitting major, major parts of the world. It is hitting all over the world, honestly. Um, UK just had about 25,000 cases go up. I probably It has probably hit more than that now. Um, we've seen uh, parts of Europe, um, even here in America, things are spiking. And so I, I definitely see things shutting down in the next couple weeks again. Um you know, and going back to just being essential workers. Um, so in this season, we have to just, we have to be careful. Um, this is also fluid and cold season. Uh, like I said, the weather is changing, right? Like I said, here in New York, um, it's a beautiful day today. But like I said, two weeks ago, it was cold. So, you know, the weather is changing. Everything is changing. And so we have to be more aware and more cautious um, about what it is. And, and to the Trump supporters and, and, and Republicans who are looking for sympathy and empathy, um, and I say this from, and, and, and I use this um, in, in, in the words of um, uh, Kerwin Claiborne, who is a comedian um, who is more famous for his Instagram uh, voiceovers, uh, his video voiceovers. Um, uh, don't play with me, play with your mammy. Okay? Um, and that's what we've been trying to tell y'all for the last four years. Y'all been sitting here 
just acting a fool. And so now you're looking for that sympathy and empathy. Go look for it somewhere else. Um, yeah, it's it's not it's not going to be from us, right? It's not going to be from us. And I know that a lot of you are not going to go back into your holes. I know that a lot of you are not going to cover up those Trump signs and those Confederate flags and everything like that. But I want you, like I said before, I want you to keep it up so I know how to deal with you. So I know how to um, really regulate how and what type of white person you are, right? Even for black Republicans and conservatives and shit like that. Let me know what type of person you are. So this election has been a long one. Um, And I thank God for this this three point from the you know from the from the half court you feel me because like i said 2020 has been a lot on us it's it's been one of those type of years it's been one of those types and so i can say that you know legitimately that we got to win we got to win and i want to celebrate this win you know so um shout out to everybody that continuously um, harped on everybody to go vote. You know, I know I did. You know, not as much as social media or those text messages, but you know, hard to go vote and everything. And like I said, we may have we may have been annoyed to go vote and everything, but we we went out and we did it. And and even though it took about three four days to count those votes, it was because that we literally exceeded the expectations of politicians to go vote. Um, is why the change happened the way it did. Um, I'm just glad that a lot of people like myself who didn't want to go vote, voted anyway. And that change happened. Um, again, shout out to Stacey Abrams, who is continuously, and, and other black women like her who were continuously in the front lines in these red states, literally um, breaking barriers every fucking day. Like, it is, it is amazing to see um black women continuously, you know, saving our asses. You know what I'm saying? Um even still to this day. Um and I know I'm only I, I, I do my best to try, you know, to uphold and up um uphold the black woman to the best of her ability and have her back, you know. Um but again, they come with it every time. Every fucking time and I love it and so I thank um, I thank all my people all my black brothers for stepping up and stepping out I thank my black sisters for stepping up I just thank everybody for really this whole country for just seeing the shift and changing it you know what I'm saying it's, it's amazing to see it's great to see and we are we are we are new now um, we are about to go into a new um, heading into a new, um, a new of everything. So, um, this is, this is going to be an interesting, this is, this is going to be an interesting next couple months going, going out of 2020, especially out of this election and out of the Trump administration. Um, and I think my hope is that we don't make this mistake again, right? I think, I hope that we learn from this mistake. I can't wait for the documentaries. That's what I'm here for. I can't wait for the administration documentaries on this shit right here. Because when this shit, when these documentaries come out, whether it be more leaning to the left or to the right, I'm watching both. 
I need to know the inside scoops and the inside knowledge of this fucking administration on how they really felt. And I can't wait. So next year, y'all get ready for some banging documentaries to come out about this administration. It's about to be lit. All right, y'all. I love y'all. I'm out of here. Um, y'all have a great, great week. Uh, make sure that you follow us on uh, social media. We're on Instagram at TOB underscore pod, double underscore podcast. That's TOB double underscore POD CAST. And then we're on Facebook at The Opinionated Brother Podcast. All right. Listen, you can also listen to us everywhere. We're on all digital streaming platforms uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, SoundCloud. You can also listen to me on my website at www.tyronzix.com forward slash. T-O-B pod. All right. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Have a great, 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 great week. I will be back for the After Dark, of course, to talk more. Um, probably have some guests on, of course. Um, and we're going to talk about the election, you know, see see about their reactions and everything. So I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Have a great, 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 great week. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm on a, I'm having a good day, you know, start off kind of weird, you know, but hey, it's a great day. Have a great day, guys. Love, peace, and hair grease.